0: back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. we back with another heat check. Got Gil in the building, Rock
1: the Magic Boys shirt. Yeah, Compton Magic Boys, yep, my son, Elijah Arenas, is uh, finally on the squad. Is that, that's breaking news? That's breaking news, 16U, he's there.
0: Officially committed, he gonna be playing with Jason Crow Jr., or how did I pan out? Uh, uh,
1: uh, Jason Crow Jr. went to another team. Um, you know, he got Nike connections. So, mm. you know, you gotta stay what you've been used to. Um, you know, they're kind of sad they didn't get to play with each other this summer, but, uh, you know, maybe next summer. But they're going to be, uh, Linwood is playing Chatsworth, so okay. in Linwood, you know, so that should be a great game. let go, get there early. Hopefully it's not a night game. We're going to see, though, it, because it's going to be too turnt up.
0: <laughs> parking lot going to be too turnt up. Hopefully not a night game. I'm excited to see that. I'll be there. Hopefully they ain't charge us $20 for parking either.
1: And I hope, hey, man, this this a big baller brand, man. You know, this is a big baller yeah. brand. Charge a hundo. And <laughs> you happy Elijah kept it in the Adidas family? Yeah, yeah. Uh you know that's um you know you try to keep everything in a family um especially since I have a relationship with Adidas. Um I know they're going to take care of him because um, they take care of me. So um they take care of me too. So Yeah, I yeah you just, know so, you, so take, it's of. one of those things where you know Nike, you know doing Nike stuff wasn't really um, in my best interest, me personally, that's just me. But you know, if you know later down the line, you know he goes to a Nike school—that's none of my problem. I went to Arizona, <laughs> you know what I mean. So um, you know, once it gets past a certain age, and he makes his own decisions after that. All right. Well, the NBA playoff hunt is heating up, so we got a
0: lot to get into. First, we're gonna start with these Los Angeles Lakers. We got to stay here in LA. LeBron James made his triumphant return to the team mm-hmm. after missing exactly 30 days, 13 straight games. Disappointing loss to the Bulls, we'll just say that. But after the game, LeBron has some interesting things to say about the foot injury. He said he went to see a couple of doctors. They suggested that he get season-ending surgery. Then he went to the LeBron James of feet, as he put it, or the LeBron James of feet, feet foot, whatever he said. Uh-huh. And he suggested that LeBron not get that surgery. Okay. He could play. So from your perspective, obviously you play in the league, dealing with injuries. What do you think about LeBron not getting that season-ending surgery
1: to come back with the Lakers? Um, you know, you, you, you have to listen to your body, which he, he's, he's, he's going to do. Back in the day, you know, whatever the team doctor told us, you know, that's what we went with. So, you know, it's, it's great to see these guys going outside of what the team is doing and getting their own opinions, getting their own expertise. And, you know, um, obviously he played last night, so getting uh, end-of-season surgery, you know, that what he did was the correct move. Not getting it
0: oh we're gonna tell I me mean, you still got some more games to play looked a little rusty as to be expected when you take a month off so how hard is it dealing with an injury like that taking that time especially in the midst of a playoff hunt end of the season guys are locked in really trying to get in the playoff mode how hard is that for a guy like lebron to sit out that much time and now try to ramp it up and come back for these last seven games
1: it's, it's hard for any high level player any player. Um, any, play, any athlete, period. You know, you take time off because you can't duplicate. You can't, no matter how you stretch your body, what you do to extremes, you can't duplicate the real thing because the real thing has a, a, a player on it that's going to be pushing the limits too. So, um, you know, scoring 19 last night um, off the bench, I mean, he did well. Um, but just the high-level player being on the court, he's a threat. And you have to game plan for him. So um, just him being there should have given them the chances of, of winning. So we got to talk about one of the more unfortunate moments in the game
0: late in the fourth quarter. I think the Lakers were down eight. Pat Bev hits the bucket on LeBron, hits him with the, <laughs> the, the extra spicy too small. So Pat Bev, as we all know, generational troll. we literally literally in the Hall of Fame of trolls. But when you look at the NBA now, who's a bigger villain, Pat Bev or Dylan Brooks?
1: A bigger villain? Who's a bigger villain? Oh, when it comes to villains, like the the villain, like, hate it? I'll say Dylan Brooks is, yeah. Yeah, he's got Uh, him a little bit. Yeah, I I think because um, with Pat, you know, everyone knows, like, Pat's, Pat respects you. That's why he does it. Okay, You know what I mean? Um, You know, if you, if it has nothing to do with being competitive, you know, it's one of those things is, you know, I respect I this respect game. That's why I'm coming at him. I, I want everything. I want to stop him. That's what makes me great. So, you know, I want to stop a great. That's where Pat Bev mindset is. He's going to give uh, his his appreciation to who he's guarding. Dylan is, you know, young guy. So right now, he's basically Tupac in it. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, so he's going to be more of the villain. Okay, so he's a bigger villain. He's a bigger villain. Pat probably better troll, I would say. Yes
0: much yes, better be- way better was there a guy when you were playing maybe not to you because i know obviously nobody really tried to come at you but was there a guy who was on that level of trolling paul
1: pierce was a great troller uh disrespectful like it, when you say di- when they, when i say disrespect it's like you know that guy that uh you you talking to him and he like who who are you like, who, who is, hey, who is this? Did we have I do, I don't even think we have a game plan for you. <laughs> like, what number are you? What's your name in the back? And then he'll start talking to the bitch. Hey, do we have a game plan for them? And then the coach's like, nah, see, you're not even that important. But like, why, why are you, and he does stuff like that. And that just like, oh man, I feel bad
0: for a young fella. So I guess a lot of people, they know Paul more from later stages of his career, the Draymond situation, but would you telling me he had that coming to him? Because in his heyday, yeah, he was giving yeah, it Yeah, so goes, what
1: Draymond did to him is what Paul Pierce did to everyone. They just didn't have the cameras there to yeah, catch yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. All
0: right, so let's talk about these Lakers. So Lakers, 10-6 and since the All-Star break. You know, appreciate you, Rob Palenka, for pulling off one of the better trades in recent memory for this squad. 10-6 and number as of this taping was, I think, good enough for eighth best in the league with that record. Obviously trying to overcome that two intense start right now. Nice seed in the playoffs, but you know, like that. That thing is jam packed Any it's anybody's guess how it's going to turn out. But I'm asking you in your expert opinion. Gil, do you think and you got to stand on it right now that the Lakers will make the playoffs
1: it listen? Expert opinion (laughs) expert enough. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. With the magic above. Yes, the Lakers will be in the playoffs. You know, the NBA thrives when the Lakers are in something. All right? There's no NIT here. (laughs) (laughs) They can't go to the CBI. They can't can't make their own tournament to try and get a chip. No. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the NBA should try that. Try what? Huh? Same thing. Have a lower division of playoff going on with the weak teams. I always thought they should have <laughs>
0: they should do a tournament for the weak teams, but then whoever loses that one gets the number one pick. <laughs> just to see the nastiness oh, of tanking. Oh, no, that's yeah. But you'd have to do it the other way. Have them dudes compete for for number one,
1: but then obviously the, the shitty teams are going to be left in the dust because. They should have like just what? like NIT. You didn't make the top, you know, the top sixteen. The rest of y'all, y'all, y'all are fighting for this. Uh, what was it? The, uh, what was it? We have the NBA championship. It's like the. Constellation game. Yeah. Constellation championship. Like you
0: played in tournaments back in the day, you know you lost that first game. You had to try to, like, what did that Constellation championship really mean? It was like ninth place or some, yeah, some yeah, whack yeah, shit yeah. like that. Some
1: whack yeah, make it. But up. hey,
0: give them a trophy. <laughs> they can get a little baby ring. A little baby ring. <laughs> and get it going. So let's talk a little bit about AD. AD was killing when LeBron was out, for the most part. Had a couple missteps, but for the most part, he was balling. I think dropped 37 against the Thunder the game before LeBron came back. LeBron comes back against the Bulls. AD takes eight shots.
1: Doesn't make sense because he he comes off the bench too. Yeah. So I mean, you should have got eight shots the first eight plays. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't really understand some of the. You know, some of the new stars that you're supposed to be dominant, dominate. Um, you know, like we're trying to. You know, everyone, viewers, everyone, the league, the coaches, even LeBron, the players. He's coming off the bench. We want to see. Everyone wants to see what you're going to do as the f- main guy, right? We know what he's going to do. Hey, he came off the bench at 19. What, but as a starter, what are you? What are you doing? So, it, you know, I, I know it's kind of frustrating because it's like, you know, here, come on, man. I'm trying to give you the keys. Don't keep giving them back. Yeah. You drive. Oh, okay. You drive. <laughs> you drive. And it's one of those things where it's like he's refusing to just get behind the wheel. And who do you think that that's on? Is AD responsible for
0: that? Right? Ham, don't need to say. Look, this is a player. We're running shoot. these next ten plays for AD. I mean, you still
1: got to shoot like you're, you're Anthony Davis, man. Like, what do we? But does he need to check somebody on the Lakers team? Himself. Okay. Come on, take the keys. He trying to pretend that he's drunk. You just have, we just watch you Capri Sun. <laughs> yeah, the Capri Sun, sir. There's no alcohol in the Capri Suns. All right, going to get behind that wheel and drive. It's fine. You know, drive us, drive us to wherever you think we go. But for the most part, it's like he just wants to keep being number two when it's time for him to be number one. So if AD can assume that number
0: one role for his regular season into the first couple rounds of the playoffs, what do you think the Lakers ceiling would be this season?
1: You know, um, to be honest, you know, just as a Laker fan watching the roster and you say, and they click at the right time, LeBron D'Lo Anthony Davis then you have pieces around him you have Austin Reeves doing what A- AR-15 now doing what he does I-, I mean it can really actually make some note. they can do what Golden State did last year no one is expecting you to win but you click at the right time you have the motors to do it yeah, it just seems hey, like- It's not like you got one star and a half. You have two stars, and then you have ice in his veins. Yeah. And that's been kind of the issue.
0: It seems like these guys haven't been able to play a lot to form that chemistry or cohesion. How much time do they actually need together? Delo's missed a couple games, missed LeBron's return. He's been battling a hip injury. They've got, what, you know, six, seven games left. How many games do they actually need to play together for it to feel like more this walking can than, do more, it?
1: more than six, seven, but uh, more than six, seven. But, you know, they're still professionals. Um, you know, the offense is offense, but, you know, trying to lock down on defense where you can, you know, really contain other, other groups who's been together. Um, and then from there is just seeding, you know, get, getting teams that you can actually beat and know that's six games under your belt, you know, Western Conference semis. That's another six games you got under your belt. So by the time you face a real challenge, you you, you got about 20-25 games of playing together. So you, that's the hindsight.
0: But when we say that those playoff matchups would actually be that real challenge, and do they have time within those matchups to actually figure it out?
1: Listen, listen. You play the Grizzlies. I'm just to be honest. Lakers versus Grizzlies. Lakers versus um, Sacramento. No one's. No one's. Saying no one's putting their money not on the Grizzlies or Sacramento. They're not going to confident. They're not going to be confident with that 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 uh, purchase of a ticket. Saying Sacramento Sacramento is going to win. You know, so those are six seven games that Lakers can really try to you know get some some togetherness.
0: So we are going to talk about that later in the show, but let's let's talk about it right now. When you talk about those top three teams in the West, you got the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings. Whether Grizzlies, Kings finish two or three remains to be seen. Nuggets feel pretty firm to be the one seed coming out of the West. Of those three teams, which team do you think has the best chance to come out
1: of the West? I'll say uh, Nuggets. Okay, you're all with the Nuggets. Yeah, because uh, you know, with with the way the Nuggets have played and lost in the playoffs, it's been to teams that won the championship or been to the championship. So it's not like they lost to, you know, some bums. Um, so uh, they're a game, a player away from being in the championship. So it seems like Joker's got
0: a lot of heat and criticism for not being able to take that next step, had a good chance in the bubble, obviously ran into that juggernaut Lakers squad, hardest championship in NBA history, no home court advantage, <laughs> Yeah, had to play in. Disney World. I can only imagine the stress and turmoil having to see Mickey Mouse everywhere you go. But let's talk about these Lakers this year. If you're the Lakers and you have the potential to face one of those three teams, which one of those teams would you most be excited about playing? Sacramento. Just because of what the no playoff experience?
1: No playoff experience. They they have to run a little bit more, um, which helps LeBron and Anthony Davis and some of those young guys keep the floor open. Um, Joker's going to make it a half-court game. You know, Denver and them are going to make it a half-court game, which benefits, you know, his style of play. Um, Hurts the Lakers because, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, you guys have real horses too where you want to, even though they're old, they still LeBron still wants to get up and down. He'd rather get up and down on fast breaks versus trying to go through, you know, five defenders. Um with Grizzlies, they seem like they're more together than than a lot of teams is like it's, you know, I call them a wolf pack. It's like a wolf pack that, you know, they're they're coming together. Um so they're they're dangerous, but when you have three, when you have three all-stars, two first-ballot Hall of Famers on the team, um you would rather go against one star and a point two five. you know, when you're talking about the playoffs, you know, uh, because if John Morant gets shut down in the playoffs, it, it would be hard for Grizzlies to win a series. Same thing with, with with Joker. You keep Joker from 10 assists, keep him off the boards, it's just really for, hard for him to dominate that series. Yeah, but you don't think, I mean, you look at the Nuggets, look at the Grizzlies, those other pieces around them, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. If this was Jamal Murray, two years was it three years ago, yeah. then you know it's another story. But he's still getting this is his first year. He's still getting in. Michael Porter hasn't really turned over into you know what we you know what's expected of him. You know, right now he's he's still like some like he's just coasting, showing a little promises. You know, um, so he hasn't really established himself as a real third option or second option. You know, he's just he just sitting there. You know. Showing us glimpses.
0: But even that Grizzly squad.
1: Just running his engine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go! <laughs> but even look at that Grizzly squad, I mean, they played great basketball last season without Ja mm-hmm. when he was dealing with injury. This year, Ja missed some games, and they kind of rallied behind it to the point where Ja felt comfortable enough asking Coach Taylor Jenkins to let him come off the bench just to not destroy chemistry. Potentially have a decent defensive player of the year in Jaron Jackson Jr. Desmond Bain, you know, been doing his thing. You got Dylan Brooks who's ready to be at that, that Draymond troll level uh-huh. who probably has a little bit more offensively, but, you know, playoff Draymond's a little different, so I, yeah. I can't really give him that yeah. now yet. Because yeah. I mean? Draymond could drop 32 in a, in a Game 7 NBA Finals if he feels so inclined. Mm-hmm. So, so, but you feel like with this Grizzly squad, and we're going to talk about the Kings in a second too, but with this Grizzly squad, they got to lock in on Ja. If they can lock in on Ja, it's going to be problems.
1: It, it reminds me of Derrick Rose's Bulls teams. Right, um, when Derrick Rose was out, those teams never really dropped because it was a solid team. They're solid, right? Solid doesn't win championships when you're playing against stars. Um, you know, if they were like an older group, like Detroit was back in, was it '04? You know, which none of them were stars they were all stars, but they didn't have really that top tier, you know, they just all played well. They all did their roles and maximized their roles. I don't see that with any of the teams that's, you know, so, um, you know, so if Lakers had to match up with them, you know, it's, it's hard to put your money on, you know, Sacramento, um, Grizzlies against the, the, the Lakers, if everyone for the Lakers is heavy.
0: So let's talk about the Kings a little bit. Not even a Kings-Laker matchup, but just the Kings in general, having a great season. You know about the clincher playoff spot. Mike Brown getting a lot of consideration for Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. But it seems like because of that 16-season playoff drought, people really aren't f-ing with the Kings like that. Like they think that they're they're an easy out. But do you think there's a world where they could surprise some people? and and make a run in the playoffs
1: it's all it's all it's all it's all who you match up with in the playoffs you know um i'm pretty sure in hindsight they would think we want to play the lakers no you don't you don't want to play against lebron getting every call you don't want to play against anthony davis getting every call like that's not who you want to play with as a first time making the playoffs you think the fox you going to get calls so, Bones, you think you're going to get called against them too? You know, you look like no different than OKC when they had to face Miami and James Harden trying to come down getting those fouls. If they don't call it, you just look silly. You know, um, and, you know, with, with Sack, you would rather play another, you'd rather play Timberwolves. You know, you'd rather play someone like that who has no, no ref power, still young too, <laughs> right? And, you know, those are the type of matchups you want. You don't want Phoenix Suns. Yeah, for
0: sure. You know what I mean? You don't want to go to say Warriors. But does anybody really want the Suns or the Warriors?
1: No. So, so the reason that people are saying, nah, we don't think you're going to win first round, is because we're looking at who you might match up with. Suns? (laughs) Warriors? Lakers? You don't want that first round. You don't want that first round being who you are. Because the benefit goes to the other team. Let's keep this thing in the West.
0: We're going to talk about another team that is interesting. Uh, them Dallas Mavericks. Mm. After the Kyrie trade, Mavs were fourth in the West. Now they're out of the playoff mix. As of this taping, they lost seven of the last nine. Here's the thing, they came into Staples Center. I'll never call it Crypto.com Arena, unless I'm off of Edible and forget. Mm. Clyba hit that game-winning three. Things look, things look like they were trending in the right direction for that squad. I was watching.
1: Proceeded. They, Oh, look at you, sweet life. I lost $100 oh. to one of my kids, <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, actually. So
0: since then, they've lost four straight games, including losing two games in a row to the Hornets. And shout out to Dennis Smith Jr. for staying solid and getting some revenge on his former squad. So again, we look at that Kyrie Luka experiment. I think they're seven and 13 as a team since the trade. I want to say Kyrie Luka are three and eight in games they play together. Outside looking in as of this taping right now, not even in the playing. will the Mavs make the playoffs?
1: You know, it's so hard when teams are really fighting for the playoffs. You know, it's hard to make in-season trades and actually be good. Like, when you're talking about in-season trades, you're not talking about main players. You're never talking about stars. In season trades is you know like you know no one's expecting to come back like you like. I know Dallas was you know we get Kyrie will be, but you throw all the training camp, all of that out the window, and you're saying middle of season make it work. because it's hard. Um, I just wanted I didn't care about how the team success was going to happen, I just want to know if those two can play on the same court together, which they have been playing on the same court. Um, you know, you can see they're holding back, which that's what stars will do, try to figure out, but no one else is, you know, it's like it's like one of those things where, same thing with Anthony Davis, right? LeBron comes back, you go back into your shell. Same thing with, with the rest of the Mavs. You guys are going in the shell because Kyrie came there. Like, no, you guys... Do you? Those guys have figured the thing out. So does Kyrie need to
0: cater to Luca, or does Kyrie need to say, "Look, I won championships, I made finals
1: runs. I don't, let me show you the way." I don't think neither needs to cater to each other. They're playing off of each other. It's everyone else. Like you know, it's it's everyone else who's suffering because they don't know how to they don't know how to play with the two. They know how to play one. Okay, we got one here. And then, you know, then my space scene, I can go here. Now I can't go there because Kyrie's there. So where do I go now? You know, that's what ends up happening.
0: So we've seen some interesting things in the past few weeks. You got Lucas saying that he's not having as much fun, enjoy playing the game. Kyrie having an issue with Mavs fans booing him. So pretend like you're Jason Kidd for a second and you get the opportunity to work with this roster and salvage this season. How do you fix the Mavs?
1: You know, sometimes, you know, they, you think making the playoffs is going to heal, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, you, you, you're you Dallas, you're booing Kyrie uh, because of what? Because you guys are not winning? Oh, okay. Well, good for you guys. He's gone, right? And <laughs> he's gone, so that's, you know, you ain't got to worry about that in the next You know, y'all, actually, you know, y'all keep that shit up. Y'all can make the season uh, go by a little bit faster, seven more games. You ain't even got to worry about no playoffs. And, you know, so um, it's like trying to find a scapegoat. Like, oh, it's Kyrie's fault that we uh, didn't make the playoffs because before he came, we was in seven. we was in fourth spot. And since he came here, look at us now. It's easy to do that. Um not realizing that at the end of the season after playoffs everyone's turning it up and it's time to play, and you guys have new players right you guys have new players, everyone else is you know like same thing Lakers ain't really popping since the new trade was it ten and six that's ten and six is solid though for how this league has been looking
0: yeah. that's the eighth best record yeah you well know? I'm just saying ten and six the way that you go and look at each of the stand each of the conference, especially in the west. You know, I think the, the best streak is seven and three. Like, you
1: know, it's a lot of six or four or five and fives. Like most of those teams. But I saying this, no one makes in season trades that actually it's hard. So, you know, what's going on with Dallas is that's typical for a trade of that type of player. That is
0: typical. So if you Kyrie and we talk about this often, but free agencies on the horizon, do you trust this Mavs team to put the right pieces in place to make this squad
1: successful? <laughs> I think that I think he's you know, out. I think he's all I think it's he's eh, revved up. Yeah, I mean you, you think you're on to... like. Listen, to me, you think if you was at UCLA, and every time you got on the court, they gon' they booed you. You ain't thinking about the portal. Yeah, if we had the portal in those days, I woulda downgraded. You know, Let me go ahead and yeah, get ahead, my get the f- out of here. <laughs> it is, you know, Westwood is all good and shit until I come into it. You know, so it's it's. I, I don't, you know, now that you're booing him, I don't see him saying. So that
0: brings me to my next question. If you're the Mavs, you know Kyrie, what his tracker has been like the past few years, leaving Boston, wanting to leave the Nets. Why would you make that trade?
1: Tree yeah. up money. Okay. You know, um, you know the, listen, everyone's not here to win championships. You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice pieces to put yourself in a better position. Um, you know, you got rid of some, some weight you know probably has some some years on those contracts to get Kyrie Kyrie leaves now you have all this roster money and space to go actually make better deals so it's it it it, it looks to me you know knowing you know somebody like Mark Cuban and how he plays chess it looks like a great chess move i don't think his long term plan was the to keep Kyrie wow. I think it was just to offload some some contracts that you know that was going to sit on us you know one one more year one year now he got rid of all of that and he's going to have all this money this summer
0: which is reasonable but you make that trade you're in the fourth spot in the West you tell me you bring Kyrie and you're not expecting to elevate that team you to get to the not top I, spot third, I, third second
1: not if I know he's going to leave anyway if I know he's going to leave anyway you know you're making a trade for a reason like if I know I'm trading for you and you're gonna leave, why am I still making that trade? Let me just go ahead and dump this trade. Right, come on over.
0: So let's flip it then. If you Mark Cuban, I think Kyrie reportedly wants something in the two hundred million dollar range in terms of an extension. Is there under any circumstance would you give him that deal?
1: If I'm Mark Cuban, it depends on what my what my real plan is. Um, I'm building around Luca, right? Um, I have a six, was it six nine point two? You know, let me, if I can get a, uh, if I can get a, a, a bigger shooting guard, I have a big front court. I mean, I have a big back court. You know, you get, you get a real shooting guard in there, it's about six seven, six six. Different team. Um, it's 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 really diving in, looking at rosters, looking at free agency. Um, he can overpay players to come there, and you know it, it, he can really put himself in position to be good next year.
0: So let's talk about Luca a little bit. Luca, you know, has complained in the past about some of the rosters he had. Probably justifiable to an extent.
1: Oh no, he's had some trash. So you know, I don't ever really like to slander gentlemen. Ah, we didn't slander no gentlemen. We just, the roster itself, no names we, in particular. When we say McDonald's or this company sucks, we're not talking about the actual items yes. in there. It, we're just talking about as a group no. of items.
0: Fumbled the bag with Jalen Brunson, think he would have took half as much to stay. There was a recent report that said that, let him go to New York. It is what it is. He's, he's playing at an all-star level. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you start to point the finger at Luca and say that he's responsible for what these squads
1: are doing. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm no, asking you, no, I got to no, know. No, 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 That's what no, the squares no. are saying. It's because they have they can see themselves in the players that were on a team, a bunch of square <laughs> players that was on the team. He's, he's never, never really been... had no, he's really had no help. But like, you know, when you're talking about making the playoffs, um, he's carried some horrible teams to the playoffs. Like, when you're looking at the roster, like, I mean, you know, you don't have, you know, you know, our very own, you know, Dinwiddie. <laughs> you know, Will Hills Dinwiddie. Um, other than that, for the most part, you haven't really had anything to fight with. Him Witty, yeah, you know Him
0: Witty slander on yeah. Gilder, <laughs> on No Chill.
1: You know, so it's, and you haven't really had anything to really make a push with. Um, and I think some of Luca being great is because of what he has done with such little. Um, Talent on a team, so uh, he has a reason. The reason that you're getting put in some of these these categories of man, Luca's great is because of <laughs> that you're carrying some trash with you to the playoffs. Uh, you done not really like you know put a number on some teams with nothing behind you, so you know it's. I wouldn't be complaining. You know, it just you know, um, the, I I know your frustration. You know, Mark Cuban has built great teams before so you know sometimes it's a process
0: about Kyrie just quick. During the uh, Mavs Hornets game, fan allegedly said something reckless to Kyrie. Kyrie had that fan ejected. This seems like recently in the past few years, we've seen Kyrie do it. We've seen Draymond do it in Milwaukee over the Jordan Poole incident. Seen LeBron do it with court Karen. But it seems like a kind of a newer phenomenon. Like were you guys getting fans ejected back in your day? No, nah. Like,
1: like did didn't, fan even know, ever,
0: didn't even know that was possible. Did a fan ever say something to you, Gil, where you were like, yo,
1: get, the, Got it. Yes. So we. Okay. Every day, every day, anything you can think. It's fans. Like I don't. I've. I've. I've never been on the side of a player when he gets a a, a fan rejected. I've never been with the players on that, because it's 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 it's, it's their job. It's, it's their job to irritate the opponent coming in. That is the job of a fan, a super fan, or whatever you want, like you got people at home that's trying to talk to you, wiping the screen. That's the fan of a job. They think they're part of the game and that you're coming into their home, their home, not yours, theirs, coming into their city, their home, and their environment, and you can't take the heat, and you got to kick them out because they're saying something that you don't like. I didn't never even like. Why are you listening to a fan? Like, right? It's usually usually you're getting your ass kicked. It usually happens when you get your ass kicked, right? <laughs> you're getting your ass kicked. You playing horrible. You hear everything when you're playing bad. You Oh, you hear. Oh, your Oh, your mama is. You, oh, you hear all of that when you're playing. When I'm when I'm scoring forty. You think I heard a fan say anything when I was scoring 55 No. <laughs> when I'm three for 20, oh, I hear all that shit. <laughs> I hear Benjamin. Say, what? Huh? Well, I'm a, you know, you get to talking back. Or you can hear, you hear. When you're getting your ass kicked, you have perfect hearing. When you're on fire and you're sitting there doing this and taunting and doing that and sitting here rocking babies, it's, it's good. And it works, but when you're losing, you got to be able to take that shit too you got to be able to take it, too. You can't be sitting here throwing fans out because they said something. You're like, hit shots. Hit shots. They won't say shit. I
0: imagine that's why they serve beer games. That's why they serve assorted alcoholic beverages. It's to get fans in that mode, that mindset. And to your point, you got fans at the game, right, who are doing that. You also got fans online who are doing that, that are trying to represent their squad. Because I know if I can get under Gil's skin, make him say something crazy, that might be enough to
1: shift the balance in the game and get us that dub. If I say right now, something about Toronto, right? My DM, (laughs) my DM from Toronto Raptor fans, is gonna be off the chain. Drake hitting you? Huh? Nope. Drake not gonna hit you? Nope, it's gonna be everybody else. Okay. Everybody else from Canada, You're horrible. That's why your career sucks. Hey buddy. Like like, I get all that. I get all that. Listen, listen. Like, but that's what part of it, part of it is. Like, you know what I mean? That's what that's what the whole game is about. So why does it become personal when you can't you can't handle it? Like, listen, it's fans, right? The only shit that hurts is getting booed at home. That's personal. That's like, right. you, you don't get them all is, ejected. You, you, you're booing me when I'm killing your team and or I'm having a bad game and you're laughing at me. When you get booed at home, <laughs> ooh, they don't like you personally. That's a different feeling. I think about somebody even
0: like Trey Young, right? Trey Young going into Madison Square Garden. Uh, they had the bing bong videos coming out. Trey Young, you know what I mean? Had a whole fan base mm-hmm. sipping Henny. But he relishes those moments. He relishes to be able in the middle of the garden and tell him to shut the f*** up, yeah. like, because I just busted your ass.
1: Now, now, what happens if he went in there and it was one for 25? Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Like, get him out Get him out of here. Like, you know, come on, man. Nah, you got to take that. So
0: are you saying that players nowadays are a little too sensitive in that regard? Or do you just tune out fans? Because there comes a point, though. If a fan, you know, crosses that line and says some just shit that's too spicy,
1: that how, they might... How are you hearing it? Shouldn't you be locked in in the game? So drown them out. Like, shouldn't you be locked in in the game? How are you getting this distracted by a fan? Because what's happening is, this is how NBA players work. <laughs> if I said this shit to you, you don't really, you don't care. It's someone outside of those lines say it. Now nah, you got a problem.
0: Yeah, but if you say it to me and I'm in the league, don't I respect you as a, a fellow professional basketball you don't player?
1: Respect the fan. I don't respect the fan that know, paid so- to watch me. But that's what I'm saying. It's the same verbiage. Yeah. But the fan irritates you more. Like if, if I'm the owner, if I'm the owner, I don't give a shit what that player said. <laughs> I don't get point him out and just reseat that somewhere. Yeah. I'm not I'm not getting rid of my fans. Reese. LeBron's irritated. Good. I'm trying to win this game. Re, you know what? Hey, reseat his ass right behind LeBron's bench. Yeah. You know, I'll take him out, put his ass right behind LeBron, bitch. Yeah. Irritate the out that man that's and that's the point of a fan that's the point of a business my job is to make it hard to win what is the point of having rude fans if they can't be rude
0: well I mean fan is short for a fanatic
1: right so it's literally in the net this is what you want in the game you know you want to, they want the bubble feeling yeah no one says everyone claps everyone gets a warrant okay yeah this ain't golf man this ain't golf that's real this ain't golf I, I wish uh, Buffalo. I wish Buffalo had an NBA team, just to see Bill Mania or whatever you can call them over there. Yeah. Bill Mafia, Bill Mania. Yeah. Them fans, them fans in arena. Woo! Soccer the same way. It's, you know what I mean? I, I like you know that. That's a city like I, I don't give a shit what nobody said. Like I look at the football cities and seeing some of them craziness. Put an NBA team in there and watch what it do. Like Utah. Ah, come on. Them days is over. let put it I need them rowdies.
0: So who was the rowdiest fan base that you said? Chicago.
1: Cleveland and Chicago. Who was worse of oh, the two? See, uh, ooh. Worse as, like, vicious? Cleveland.
0: What were they saying to you, Gil? That you feared
1: LeBron? Okay, no, 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 so you remember when uh, Deshaun Sorry. Stevenson said LeBron was overrated? Yeah. Oh yeah, we couldn't leave the hotel. So the like the Ritz was attached to the um, to the mall. So you know, when we go to Cleveland, you know, you go to Morens, you go to watch a movie, oh all that shit was shut down. <laughs> all that shit was shut down. Yeah. They were waiting for you or what? Ah, what? Oh, there was no, 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 you can't shop. No, you can't shop it here. Like you had people just lingering, hundreds of people just lingering inside the mall. Like so, so 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 y'all think LeBron's LeBron James is overrated, huh? Who who are you? Like you're like, I'm just trying to buy a sweater. Just <laughs> my I didn't say shit. I didn't say anything. <laughs> like and that was really, you know, like it was like like bro, I can't even go in the mall without getting harassed because of what we said. I mean the signs in the arena from them was cut throat. Okay, and you dealt with all that. Yeah, not me personally, but we had teammates.
0: Um, that signs for you. That ain't for me. Yeah, for y'all. Yeah, 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 you, like,
1: like, you know how you sitting on the bench just reading signs like, ooh, is that a lot? Is that? Ew. We we sit there doing, ooh, and then you read it like, oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus, <laughs> like, like, so you know like like you know the you know how rude fans are if they're burning like when LeBron left and they start burning. Now imagine an opponent. That's real. Yeah. You are gonna burn some
0: shit you already paid for? Like, That's on you.
1: New York is ruthless. They could be. Like if I if I if I if I said all right, GA, who can who can have the best home crowd? I'll say if they was if it was a hard arena to play in, like the the the, the fans themselves are or rude. New York Knicks will probably be number one. Number two, Golden State Warrior fans. In San Francisco or, Golden State War, 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 so, or in War, Oakland, the, yeah. Oakland fans. Because uh, those are the Raiders fans. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
0: Raiders, they, they, it's the same that's complex. The Black Hole. That's yeah. the Black
1: Hole fans. So you know, so you got them three. Those are the top three. Uh, Sacramento, beer night. Okay. Those fans is ruthless. Uh, Chicago.
0: It's funny when you say when you say Oakland. So previous Oracle, Oakland Warrior fans. And New York Knicks fans, that's because public transit pull up right to the arena. Yeah. So when you got that public transit access right to the joint, Thank that bar stop right over there. Yeah, at, that bar stop right there. And
1: yeah. you can get beers, you can get <laughs> mixtapes, you can get some weird, you can get whatever you want. You're talking about just fan bases that, that, that are rowdy? So what do Knicks like, need to do? Like, like Trey Young, right? I don't know. If Knicks just... Look how y'all treat Trey Young. Treat every... Treat every star like that that comes in that building. But we've seen the aftermath of what happens when you do that to Trey. Only certain players who thrive on shit like that, that Trey Young's gonna burn you, uh, Dame's gonna burn you, and <laughs> B's gonna burn you. Um, but you are saying the average average NBA player ain't built for no, all no, that? No, 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 no. Okay. You got uh, KD's gonna burn you. Greek's gonna burn you. Yeah. Um. For the most part, everybody else, Steph is gonna burn you with that. Yeah. For the most part, everybody else, you can probably you know get away with. <laughs> you can you can probably get under the skin. There's only a few. There's only a few that can handle. So you mentioned NB. Let's talk about this MVP race now.
0: So it's coming down to the wire. All right. Seemed like it was Joker's award to lose. Now Embiid has jumped him in the standings. You had some interesting things to say about Embiid. Recently, you did a, a radio
1: appearance. hmm They was on you. Who was on there? Sixers fans was, was on you. Every, listen, every fan. And so I say something about their team, they, they, they killed me.
0: So Embiid right now is the favorite in Vegas. That's how we base everything on, who people are putting their money on. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that Embiid has passed Jokic for the MVP this year? I need stats. Okay. Leading the league in scoring. Last, he did it last, last year too, year. right?
1: Yep. Okay. So is third, third in East. Okay, third in East. You know, they bumped up from last year f- fourth.
0: Giannis is close, though. Yeah. Jokic, less points, but rebounds
1: and assists are looking so this wavy. Is how, this is how I valued it, right? I said, all right. Now... I can't be biased on what y'all did last year. When I'm talking about y'all, I'm talking about media, what y'all did last year, right? What you did last year was Joker was sixth, and you guys gave him the MVP, all right? So now that's what I have to base this year off of. He was six last year. The six with that roster. With that roster. Okay. Last year. Different yeah. roster this year though. One player at it. Couple players at it, right? Different okay. Roster. But what you did was he's number one now. With being number one, his, his scoring went down a little bit because of all the new pieces. His assist goes up, his winning goes up. So he actually took a step forward, right? He took a step forward. So from six MVP to one, with, you know, adding, you know, triple double. Um, Embiid went up two points. He was at, he averaged 31 last year. He's averaging 33. Um, rebounds went down. He went from what fourth spot, fifth to third. And I'm saying, what is the, what, where, where's the quantum? There's no quantum leap with him. Right, he's doing exactly what he did last year. Two less rebounds, two more points. Okay, so it's like I can just say he's here. So if he was, if he was second in racing last year, you're, you're, you know you're right here. You haven't you haven't actually made no jump. No. But potentially all defense this season. Okay, better defensive rating. Okay, now Giannis, where, where did they rank last year? Giannis
0: is the one that you know. I'm a Bucks panderer. And I'm trying to get you on so, this buck so, train. So,
1: so Giannis went up what 1.5 points, some extra rebounds. He's number one.
0: So, and I think the minutes factor. Then Embiid's playing a few more minutes than Giannis is per
1: game. But the, what I'm saying is, it's there's between you have to try to justify Embiid over Giannis first, right? With his team being number one. Now, if we said F- the records records right and we're just going to say base it off of just pure performance or who's the better player who's the better player Embiid B is better than joker and Giannis. yes as a, as a natural player yes who plays harder Giannis. so who uses more of their ability
0: joker so of those three you got to pick a team you got to pick one of them to
1: start a team around Giannis. so that that becomes my issue in all these debates. No, the, the reason I say, okay, the reason I say Giannis is I know 1,000%. If I have to play 82 games, Giannis is going to play all 82 games to the best of his ability. Yeah. Right? If he's able, he's missed, he's missed a few games. No, this but what city. I'm saying yeah. is when he's in the game, you know he's going 1,000 miles an hour. He's going to play, you're going to get the best of what he can do. Joker, same thing. He's going to maximize what he can do out there, even though he has the least of the ability. He's going to maximize his ability. Now, Embiid's problem is you're the most gifted of the three, naturally. You're the most gifted of the three. You're going to come to play when you're mad, right? So, yeah, you know, Joker's MVP. When I play him, I'm going to score 46, 6, and 12, and that's exactly what you do. Why don't you just do that every game? Right, if Kobe played with him, Kobe would be saying the same thing what he used to say to Shaq. This man is just lazy. He's he's great because he's good. He just does exactly the bare minimum of his talent. Like who's stopping Embiid from scoring forty to fifty every night? Nobody. He does it to himself. He does it to himself. So it's like if I'm gonna start a, if I'm gonna start a franchise, I'm gonna start it with. Giannis, because I know one thing I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about, is he going to come to play?
0: But you feel like that's true for Embiid even now? We've seen over this
1: late stretch, the 30-point game streaks. Cool. Why? It's because he's this close to the MVP. So now he's proven that it should be him. He just made a statement. Yeah. He, he just, just made, made a statement about Draymond Green. What about no? He no, was, was, was playing the Warriors, right? Yeah. He just made a statement. What was that statement? What did, what did he say to Draymond? No, he just made, I, I'm coming at you because you guys had Joker in front of me. Yeah. It wouldn't be no Joker if you just played like that every goddamn game. <laughs> it wouldn't be no Joker. You're the most talented out of the group. This shouldn't even be f- close. This isn't even be a close race. But be, you leave so much, you leave so much doubt open because you don't play hard all the time. That's the problem. So it's like when I say there's no quantum leap, because you averaged 31 last year, you averaged 33 this year, you're in third, you was in fourth last year, you have two less rebounds. What am I, what are you doing that impresses me to say you're the MVP? You lost it last year for a reason. But you also said you're not gonna worry about last year or this year. No, what I'm saying- So just looking yeah. at this
0: year and this year's body of work- I did say that, that was a contradiction, right? Cause you know the internet gonna be on you. you got you got me, you got me. It's my job as host to protect you from that potential slander as best uh, I can. Well, uh,
1: Sometimes I can't do it, okay, they're gonna so slander like So, okay, so if we just base it off this year, who has the least talent? Joker. Right? When you say natural ability, he has a slow, can't jump. <laughs>
0: oh, le- least, yeah. least athletic ability yeah, of those yeah, three. so,
1: you know, so averaging a triple-double, he's maximizing his body. He's maximizing his stuff. Who is the, the best score and natural player? From a scoring
0: standpoint, probably got to give it to Embiid. Yes. But Giannis can score at will too.
1: But he's, he, he doesn't have the natural ability. His, he scores because he just plays harder than everybody else. But right? he just plays harder than everybody had, else. But he's adding layers. So we he had this is, conversation but, before. The is, he's not a, f- when it comes to just how the package looks, right? Giannis is like LeBron. This is more of a, 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 a Hummer truck. That's just saying, everybody, I'm coming. Right? I'm going, whatever's in my way, I'm going. That's 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 Giannis, right? So you have two players that don't have this ability, and they're maximizing their ability. You have all the skill in the world. Like, if you wanted to average a triple-double, who's stopping you from doing it? Who's stopping you from scoring 50? This is like that, that argument with Shaq and Kobe. Like, you're averaging 27. You're the most dominant big man that's ever played this game in... You know, you did just enough to just say you're the most dominant big man today when it's supposed to be you're the most dominant big man ever. Like, like think about people who are Shaq fans. Just to not hear him in the top five or top three as greatest all time should be irritating. Knowing, knowing what I, I, I was a big Orlando fan when Penny came in, so I know the Shaq that I seen. This is the most dominant player ever. This is going to be better than Michael Jordan. Yeah. So the fact that no one ever puts him in the top three or top four, yeah. that, should ju- you should just, you, you, that should let you know as a player that you didn't, you didn't perform to your ability that everybody else witnessed.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people are too young to remember, but LSU Shaq and Orlando Shaq, <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: that tornado (laughs) spin with the dunk come on man like broke every rim that went like this is the guy that this is a guy from his rookie second year third year like oh man this he's better than Jordan you couldn't tell no kid you couldn't tell no kid at that moment in time Shaquille O'Neal wasn't going to be the best thing that ever like I used to fight at school because I'm a Penny Hardaway fan which is respected, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like so. You know, them two is beefing. We beefed. <laughs>
0: we beefed. Yeah, you're you always ahead of the curve in terms of being a trendsetter. Because there's Penny fans back there, but if you looked at at Penny and Shaq, and you can't compare it to Kobe and Shaq, but Penny was that dude too. Yeah. There was some, you know, some issues, some injuries, but because we ain't really seen anything like that too at that point. Six, seven, six, eight.
1: Point. Yeah. So it's you know like so- a
0: new wave of magic, but he could do other stuff too. He. he
1: Hello. But, that's gonna go, but that like I, MB reminds me of what what when I look when I look at Shaq and how Shaq played the game. It's like same thing with like someone like um um Vince Carter. Like you guys are apex. You guys are apex. Like when you when you're thinking about apex, you're thinking about destruction. Why aren't you guys destroyed? Like if you gave Kobe if you gave Kobe Bryant Vince Carter's natural ability, what the f- do we got? <laughs> what the what the hell do we have here, right? What, what the hell? if you gave if you gave Giannis Embiid scoring ability and natural ability, what the f- what do we have here? And that's that's how I that's that's how I personally look at it. Like, yeah, you guys are not maximizing the shit you guys do because it, because it's so easy. So when it's all said and done, this is the last question.
0: Who's the NBA MVP this season? Understanding the 68 percenters.
1: Does, does Jokic have... Is he averaging a triple-double? We'll say if he's not double, actually not. averaging a triple-double, then it doesn't look sexy to me anymore.
0: It only looks sexy... So if it's 9-9, nine, nine, it's, it's not sexy as... It's, it's not, not no, no. I know.
1: That 19 is never as sexy as 20 when you're a
0: hoopie you know, back that, in the day. Sexy
1: comes because it's a triple-double, which means he will be the first big man ever do it that is sex. that is a sexy thing to like if i'm a voter it's going to be hard for me to say well i understand a guard because a guard passes the ball all they have to do is just really just focus on rebounding the fact that this big man is actually passing like he's a guard that is not athletic it's going to be hard for me not to vote joker but if joker don't have a um a actual triple double in my mind it's only between Embiid and Giannis. So it got to be ten. We can't round it. Can it be nine point six or higher? 9.6, ain't no triple double. We, we can't round up. They don't, they don't round up. They don't round up. When it goes to the big old, big old, it only has what one or two. So you, we you got, got one, one, one. one Russell, and the rest had, what four, four or whatever, yeah, whatever it is. So, so shit. shit. You no, know, there was times where eleven and then nine point nine. Like, yeah, ha, ha. that hurts. You know. So it's 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 between. If he doesn't have a triple double, it's between uh, Embiid and Giannis. And Giannis is number one, and he has a 1.5 increase. You know, one has a full two. It's it's whoever wins, the other two are going to be jaded. Oh, for and sure, they're be jaded. It's like you know, it's like that dunk contest with um, Gordon and um, Zach. You know, it's like ah, I'm sorry, ah, I'm sorry. Um, but I, I I I don't know if I don't know if we talked about it, but I know um, the coach made a, a great point. But the, the point is really this, the real point of it, it it is it's you should be able to big up somebody without tearing somebody else down, right? You should be able to big up and be without tearing down jokers. Yeah. And and oh, yeah, Mike Malone, yeah, Mike Malone yeah. said that. I, I I do that shit, right? You know, I'm trying to make a point about my player. I'm tearing you down. But, right. that's,
0: but that's fandom in general, right? Yeah. We're not going to, oh, they both great, they both deserve MVP. Something's going to have to differentiate, and if you're on one side, you're going to think the other side's hating and vice versa. So there's no way really around that in yeah. NBA discourse. Now, is it toxic? Yeah, but when has the league not been toxic?
1: Yeah, but so, like, we, we all do it, and um, he, didn't, he didn't say it, but he's trying to say, yo, can you please... If you like Embiid, bring him up. You don't got to tear down Joker and say he don't do this, he don't do that, he don't do this. Like that's not but, part of it. Give everybody their flowers. Say he's good. Okay, he deserves. It. He's good. That's I, I I get it. I I really do. I understand. I it. guess my question
0: for you though: When has it
1: ever been like that though? Never.
0: Because it, it, you know everyone. We're, likes- we're magnifying it now. We live in the social media world where you see everything twenty four seven.
1: Shit's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. yeah. But it's 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 frustrating because compare like when you when you really want to be fair when we're talking about fairness and you know when when people talk about you know um being unbiased right the real true way of being unbiased is don't talk about anybody's flaws don't talk about anybody's flaws just say what they're great at what they're great at doing and that's usually what we do with the lebron and kobe and lebron debate we don't attri- we attribute one's greatness, and then we try to figure out the dirt on the other one. Versus just saying, all right, let's talk about all their greatnesses. What did they do? And then judge it from there, right? But that's not what we do. Like me right now, um, um, you know, since this is the last part of the, the show, um, Jordan's back number two. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him back. No, Jordan's, Jordan's back, back number two. LeBron is number one. And this is gonna be a
0: a crazy comparison, but hopefully people will get it. But you got, you know, Christians who big up Jesus, right? You got Muslims who big up Allah. Both guys, both men of peace, literally fought holy wars over that shit Mm -hmm. to say my guy's better than your guy. So we're talking about basketball on a much smaller scale. They're not gonna just be like, oh, your guy's good too. It's like, no, my my guy's better than yours. Like, it's like it's not better. They're both great. That's what I'm saying. And you'd hope you see that, but that's not. We're not rational human beings. If we can't do that with religion. That's supposed to be based on peace and love and all this other shit. No, we're going to war, f- y'all. We're trying to kill y'all. Because yeah. you like a different god than me. We can't expect that on some, on a much smaller scale in basketball where, hey, my favorite player is NB, your favorite player is Giannis, your favorite players, Joker. Oh, but Giannis is killer. But I think at the end of the day, it is toxic. But the fact that those guys are all getting mentioned with each other yeah. means that they're deserving of being in this conversation, right? You know what I mean? That they,
1: I just, I just, you know, we just need to just keep it. Same thing with LeBron, Kobe, MJ. No, 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 MJ's number two
0: now. But what I'm saying is when you get into these beefs, discussions, and I've gotten older in life, because it used to be, I'm going at these dudes, wars, battles, mm-hmm. whatever. But now, like, yo, your ghost Kobe, more power to you. Your ghost MJ, more power to you. I'm rolling with LeBron. I don't need to sit here and say that, this, that, whatever. That's
1: usually not supposed to be like because we gonna I, get we can get spicy if yeah. we want to. And <laughs> I'm, I'm I go on here. I got something for each one of y'all guys, just like you got something for my guy. But we always want to try to prove why ours is better. Yeah, that's for all sure. Of this. Hey, listen, all you Jordan fans out there, because we got some Jordan people back here too. Listen, the reason that Jordan is number two now it's just one reason. It's a selfish reason on my part, but I don't think no one ever factors this in. <laughs> he picked the worst. Worst number one pick ever. <laughs> that, should, <laughs> that right there should at least take away two rings and two scoring titles. Uh-huh. If you add the factor in that he picked Kwame Brown as the number one pick and we see the turnout of that human being, that right there should let you know Jordan's decision-making should be questioned at this point. So, Bron, you're back number one until you become a general manager and you pick worse than somebody worse than Kwame Brown. Yeah, I number you, two.
0: I knew you was going to go here. I, Big ball of break. I, I want no part of this
1: game. I'm a man a, no L's.
0: I'm a man of peace <laughs> and tranquility. Keep me off the YouTube lives. I'm a family man. with be at the crib. But that is our show for the day. We appreciate y'all pulling up and tapping in with us. We'll be back with more very soon.